Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MMA Island podcast. I am Jack Kennedy alongside Keelan McNamara and Hunter Boss. Guys, we're back at it. Back to regular scheduled podcasting for this calendar year 2023. Um, starting off with the news. Um, Kelvin Gastelum was scheduled to fight uh, Imavov in a fight night. It was going to be really good. Um, but that fight's not happening anymore. Kelvin Gastelum has a really bad face injury. He showed it on his Instagram. It's pretty graphic. Uh, so, surprise, surprise, Sean Strickland, ready to go, I guess, stepping in to face Imavov. Uh, what do we think about this news? I like it. It's a great opportunity for you, opportunity for Imavov. Is that how you say it? Imavov? I was pronouncing it Imavov, and I don't know if I'm wrong, but... I have it spelled I-M-O-V-O-V, so something my vibes we'll say yeah it. I like it. um no I, I really like his fight style and i was already looking forward to him getting a fight night all yeah. to himself and this just makes it all the sweeter i think this is a more fun matchup than the kelvin gastelum one i think we're going to see a lot of uh interesting striking you know and my uh has that in and out french kickboxing style that cyril gone has so it's very entertaining and we get to see it up against a really good stand-up guy like sean strickland so we're going to have a nice striker's delight. If it goes to the ground, I would favor Imaivov. He seems to be really good on the ground. He finished Edmund Trabazi on the ground, yeah. did well against Ian Heinish. I mean, the list goes on. I'm really excited for this fight night. It doesn't matter who fights as long as Imaivov is fighting in that card. Yeah, it's a great fight. Um, I think his name's Nasrin Imaivov. At least that's what I'm sticking with. So yeah. if you don't we like all know it, who we're talking about here. They're the same, yeah. It's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know the person we're talking about, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, but yeah, I respect Sean Strickland a lot. Um, I mean, the guy's a G. He comes to fight anyway. Um, and you know, I think I actually saw a really interesting statistic on in this on Twitter. I think the first time one fighter headlined a card back to back was Tito Ortiz back at UFC fifty or something. That's how far back you have to go for someone who's done this. So, I mean, mad respect to Sean Strickland. He said he said on Instagram earlier he should have been snowboarding this weekend, but we're going to go fight him on. So, I, I mean, I respect him a lot. He, he's a tough guy. He always comes to fight. And he's moving up a division as well, the 205, I saw. Uh, so, it's a great fight, very entertaining fight. Nasseri Nimavov is a very tough fighter. Like Jack said, that French kickboxing style. I mean, he's one of the rising stars of the division. Sean Strickland, tough as they come. We know this already. It's going to be a barn burner. I'm very excited. Yeah, I I think it's a good fight. Um, really, I want. I'm really interested to see a Mavov fight because he's a guy that's like one of the up and coming stars in the middleweight division, and uh, he really made a a big not debut, but really like as far as you know, widespread eyes watching him in UFC Paris, and he performed exactly. phenomenal on that card. And that's really where I became a big fan as well because I realized, oh, this guy's legit. This guy can really fight, and he's ready for the top of the division. And Kelvin Gastelum is not the top of the division, but Kelvin Gastelum is and always has been a tough out for everyone. No one finds Kelvin Gastelum easy. He he goes out there and he always fights. Arguably, Israel Adesanya's toughest fight, even including Alex Pereira, was Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin Gastelum did the most damage on Israel Adesanya to date. So I would say that reason alone is is would made the, would have made the fight great but sean strickland i think right now is at a higher level than kelvin gaslam even though he did come off that loss to, to jared cannonier it was a bit lackluster if we're being honest the fight was not great and sean strickland's a guy who who loves violence who loves going forward so i think that actually plays into the hands of Imavov a little bit to where sean strickland's going to be looking to 
reverse the outcome of what happened in the Jared Cannonier fight. More activity. He's going to be looking to get, you know, land more damage, keep going forward. And Yamalov is a guy who's just going out there and it's going to be flowing. Now, we don't know what's going to happen because Sean Strickland is still a higher level opponent. But if I'm a Mavov, you're taking this fight 100% because now it's a faster way to get to the top five. And I mean, of course, absolutely credit to Sean Strickland for taking the fight. Um, and a Mavov as well, staying, staying in it. And it should be a great fight night. I don't feel like I'm missing anything else out by by having Kelvin Gaston list, you know, drop out and Sean Strickland step in. I'm I'm equally as excited and it should be a good fight. Um, And speaking of fights, guys, we have a lot of great fights coming up you know, in 2023, but there's a lot of fights that remain unbooked and we need to get them booked. We need to get the fights ready to go made. So now, like we do always, if you listen to the podcast, we're going to tell the UFC and MMA what to do. If they listen to us, if they don't listen to us, who knows, but this is how it should go. So Hunter, what is a fight that we need to see in 2023? You may not need to see this fight, but you're going to sure as hell want to see this fight, boys. Um, it is the two most entertaining strikers at welterweight, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Michelle Pijera mm. go head to head. I don't know when, but maybe probably sometime after the Sean Brady fight, because uh, Michelle Pieta and Sean Brady are scheduled to fight. But this fight needs to happen. I mean, we know what happens when we put Stephen Thompson against the top elite strikers. We have some of the best fights we've seen of the year. If we put him up against someone with a characteristic like Michelle Pieta, we're going to be having an interesting, wild matchup. Michelle Pieta is going to be running around, jumping off the cage, trying to throw kicks with his uh, unorthodox striking technique. But we're going to face the exact opposite in Stephen Thompson, who has the most orthodox and most disciplined karate you see in the UFC. So it's just a really interesting matchup, a really fun matchup at that. We may not need to see this, but I sure as hell want to see this matchup in 2023. Yeah, it's a great shout. Um, one fight that we all want to see, but a fight that we're just not going to see, is John Jones, Francis Ngannou. So <laughs> just going to get that out of the way straight away. Not happening. We got to get over it at this point. It just isn't going to happen. One fight that we should see, and one fight that I think we will see, is at light heavyweight, and it's one of the. It's arguably the best light heavyweight title fight there's ever been. The rematch: Yuri Prohaska Glover Teixeira. Realistically, I mean, we've covered the light heavyweight division already. I think it was like three or four episodes ago. I'm not going back over that because I'll just make myself mad. But they should have waited for this rematch. Just done it whenever it suited. And we would have had a much clearer title picture, and we would have had a rematch of one of, of probably the best fight of last year as well. Yuri Prohaska, Glover Teixeira, don't need to say anything else. Yeah, I like that shout a lot. Um, Keelan, you mentioned one that you said is not going to happen, right? But the question isn't, is it going to happen? It's what needs to happen. And I think John Jones, Francis Ngannou is a fight that needs to happen. We need to finally see John Jones back in the octagon. It's something we've been waiting for for so long. We need to see if Francis Ngannou will re-sign for the UFC. Um, I have one, guys. I forgot it. I have one. Right before we I started. Have I have one. Please. I think I one that well, let me think. got scheduled to happen in 2022. Injury happened, so it didn't really happen or didn't get far mm. into the matchup. But I think we all still want to see it. Brian Ortega, Yair Rodriguez. This is a matchup I really want to see. I wanted to see it in 2022. I wanted to see it in 2021. We got a glimpse of it last year. We saw how entertaining this matchup could be. We need this fight to happen in 2023. Aljamain yeah. Sterling, Henry Cejudo. That's another good one. 
the one I, I just was heard just, that that one might not be happening anymore. I know that's yeah. why crazy torn crazy. bicep from Aljo. Yeah, too much flexing on the ground, Aljo. So I mean, that, that's that's paper champion for you if he's tearing that easy. You know, <laughs> he's, been, he's been pulling out of a lot of fights recently. Um, mm. I would say also Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera, interim bantamweight title while they're waiting for the whole Aljamain Sterling mess to to fix. Get the rematch going. Put a belt on the line, right? Uh, Sean O'Malley's the number one contender. Cheeto arguably deserves a title shot. Why not? Uh, that would be a fun one. That's the one I forgot about, but. Yeah. Came to mind at the end. Thank you, Hunter. Um, okay, guys. One last segment for today. And this is a fun one. This is a unique one. The UFC is going to Brazil for the first card, right? January 14th. Coming up pretty soon. Um, with them going to Brazil, and they went to England and France last year. They're going back internationally. What is the country, what is the place that the UFC needs to visit in 2023 after now finally going international again? It's got to be Mexico. I mean, how have the UFC not been to Mexico yet? We have some of the greatest Mexican fighters that ever lived. I'm going to say that right now. Ever lived fighting for the UFC. You know, we have Brandon Moreno, Yair Rodriguez, so many different <coughs> names I could name. But we just need like one event down there. You know, imagine the crowd that would come. I mean, it, when I'm from California, I go to a lot of California events. Um, the, 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 the Spanish and Mexican crowds that show up to those California events are absolutely nuts, and they always give the best audience. They get they cheer the loudest. We need a Mexican card, and we need it this year. Hmm. Ireland, for sure. <laughs> There's only mean? one right answer here, and it's not Mexico. Although I do love Mexico, oh. it's Ireland. <laughs> hey, why can't it be both? We got 365 days, Keeler. Quite a few cards. <laughs> But you know what? Let's make both happen because I want to visit. I actually want to visit Mexico City. I've never been. Might be the perfect opportunity. Who knows? Hunter can bring us to Mexico. Jack, you heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, Ireland, it's that simple. Nobody does it like the Irish do. Not the Mexicans, not, okay, maybe the Americans, but not the English, not the Scottish, not the Welsh, not the French, not the Europeans, not anybody. Ireland a country of about six to seven million people that invade Las Vegas like nobody else whenever Conor McGregor used to fight. When have you ever seen scenes like that? You've never seen them before. You'll never see them again because no fans travel the way the Irish do. And when you come to Ireland, which Bellator do a lot, even Scott Coker himself said there are no fans like Irish fans. Add a UFC card to that. Maybe put it in Croke Park, even though I don't really like Croke Park. But you put it in Croke Park, which is like, what, 85,000 people, I think it holds. You've got one of the best cards in the history of the UFC. Bring it to Ireland. Enough said. I mean, that's a good argument. I can't really argue because you live there, and I, I like that. But I still think you guys are both wrong. Um, those are great places. I think they should, like, why not do all three? But I think you're wrong about this. Um, I think it's final of the year, right? And there's some things that need to happen for this to take place. But end of the year, December card, something like that. I think they go Lagos, Nigeria. I think they finally do the African card. They bring on the three kings, right? Let's say Nganu finally fights in December. They finally make that John Jones fight happen. You get Usman gets his belt back. Adesanya versus Pereira rematch. Let's say it takes a little bit for that to happen. And then boom. One of the biggest cards of all time. Finally, the UFC in Africa. It needs to happen. Lagos, Nigeria. The other one, I would say Cape Town, South Africa would be a great one. They host the World Cup there. I do um, like that. 
I think the UFC needs to go to Africa, whether it's Nigeria, South uh, South Africa, uh, Dominican Republic. There's so many countries you could do it in. Um, the reason I say uh, Lagos, Nigeria is because, I mean, Kamara Usman, Adesanya, they're both from there. Um, I guess you could do it in Cameroon. I don't know what sporting venues they have there, but UFC needs to go to Africa, and why not this year? It's a good, all, all good picks, all good picks. I can't argue with anyone. I thought, um, I, I thought an African country was definitely going to be listed. Yeah, but I thought one of you guys were just going to say Africa, and I was getting ready to say that's a continent, Absolutely that's a continent, not. and then it no. didn't happen. So Absolutely. I'm like, we're, we're all educated here. We're all educated here. We're not going to make that mistake. Absolutely not. Yeah. Hunter, we're culturally aware in the MMA Island podcast. We yeah. know what we're talking about here. To be honest, I do love the South Africa shout. I think with Cape Town, again, another place I've never been, actually, that I would love to go to. You know, you've got Sugar Mountain, which is phenomenal. You've got the, I can't even remember the name of the stadium, but you've got the stadium that hosted the, yeah, you've got yeah. the stadium that hosted the World Cup final, which is right in the middle of Cape Town. You've got the scenery overlooking it. You would sell it out in about five minutes. South Africa, why not? Yeah. In the middle of the summer. Yeah. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the UFC has been to every other continent except for Africa. And Antarctica. Antarctica, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, that's the next card. The, the next UFC fight that's island the next one in Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, that's where they're doing it. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> it's not a country. When I switched it up. <laughs> Breaking news: Gunnar Nelson fights in Antarctica. <laughs> Gunnar Nelson, yeah, him, him, and uh, actually, no, I was about to say Jared Cannonier, but he's from Alaska, so <laughs> fine. Let's uh, let's wrap this up before we yeah. get. Uh... <laughs> um, thank you everyone so much for listening. Great podcast, guys. As always, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. You can listen to us everywhere, literally everywhere, including iTunes and Spotify. Uh, follow us on Instagram at mma.island.podcast. And great podcast, guys.